Hello and welcome to Sleeved and Spiritual Podcast. I'm your host, Cecily Searles. This podcast is all about the relatable journey with me. I will be talking about everything from having gastric sleeve surgery to spirituality to being a mom and everything in between. Follow along for some fun, vulnerability, and hopefully some inspiration and information you never knew you needed. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. This is the episode that I've been talking with so many people about over the past couple of weeks because uh, I think a lot of people have been struggling with this and very interested and not enough people actually talk about it without getting heated and just come from a just open and honest conversation. I'm here with my very good friend, Kai, who the reason why I wanted her on this episode is because she... Well, I'll let you explain the religion that you grew up in, but she is now questioning what she actually believes in, which I think everyone kind of at this age kind of, uh, if you have the bravery to, to start questioning pretty much everything in your life. (laughs) Um, but anyways, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Um, (laughs) I'm Kai. I'm 31. Um, I grew up in a very conservative, very ultra-religious, cult-like sect of Christianity, um, the Independent Fundamental Baptist Church. Um, If you haven't heard of it, think of what the Duggar family believes. Um, 19 kids and counting, my family believed almost everything. Well, the churches I grew up in believed almost everything that they believe. Um, So I guess I'm just trying to deconstruct all of that. And figure out what I actually believe versus what I was virtually indoctrinated with. Mm-hmm. And, like, what the truth actually is. Yeah. So. What was the first thing that made you start questioning? I was always really strong-willed. So, like, I always wanted the why. Like, it didn't matter mm-hmm. what you told me to do. You'd be, like, pushing the chair and I'd be like, why? Yeah. <laughs> why do I have to? Yeah. Um, but you weren't allowed to question. You obeyed right away. Yeah. Um. So I guess to kind of give some background, the Independent Fundamental Baptist Church is very misogynistic and very anti-woman, kind of. Basically, I was taught from a very young age that your only job as a female is to, like, get married and have a family. Like, they don't believe that, like, women have a voice. Women didn't speak in church. If, like, the idea of a woman pastor was non-existent because women were only meant to lead other women or teach other women not even lead because they have like illustration that they use where it's like god is the umbrella and then it's like the husband the wife and then the kids well it's like god the pastor the husband the wife and then the kids and so if you are a wife or a child like you don't have a say Mm -hmm. and so it's weird because my parents didn't grow up that way my mom converted and then my dad converted Because my mom said, I won't marry you if you don't. So we didn't even grow up. Like, they didn't even grow up in this kind of environment. Oh, okay. And so I think they went to, like, the extreme really fast. Mm -hmm. Um, And as a child, like, they don't believe in, like, like gentle parenting or, like, explaining to your kids why you want them to do something so that they understand. It's just I told you so. It's I told you so. And if you don't, you're going to get disciplined. And, like, it's not, like... 
what kind of discipline yeah it's not like a pop on the butt it's like like i remember one time one of the pastors gave a sermon and it was titled like red white and bruised and people used to joke that like they would lay the like the parents would lay the stripes and the kids would see the stars and so you would get like like i remember myself like we would go round for round like because i'm stubborn i'm not gonna owe you an apology if i didn't do something wrong or if i don't feel like i did yeah I'm not going to fake an apology to make you feel better. Yeah. At least not at the time. Then I became a people pleaser. <laughs> and I like, oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. Um, but you, if you moved when you got spanked, you got more. If you said anything or made any kind of noise, you got more. Mm-hmm. And, like, the goal is you would spank the child till their will was broken. And, like, that was said multiple times. Like, I'm going to spank you till your will is broken. The pastor said that? Or, my, but your parents. Okay. But the pastor taught that. To the parents yeah and so like I think somebody in the church we were in because you had a paddle it wasn't like a wooden spoon Mm -hmm. it was probably like well the paddles differed in size my house we had you had a leather strap or you had a paddle that had been polished with holes drilled into it so that it was like extra yeah and what sort Mm. (laughs) impactful (laughs) yeah um and so you would get however many they felt, and then if you didn't say sorry or you didn't change, you would get more. Wow. Um, that's just some of the, like, I mean, there was lots of different kinds of punishment given. Yeah. But, yeah, sometimes you couldn't sit for a couple of days or you had to sit on a pillow because... Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, you were just raised not to question, and especially as a female, like, they don't believe that rape happens in marriage. Like, as a wife, like, you can do whatever. Like, your husband can do whatever to you, and that's, like... Like, abuse doesn't happen. Domestic violence doesn't happen. Like, you were probably asking for it. You probably didn't do something right. Yeah. You probably didn't meet his needs. If you were raped or assaulted, like, that was on the female. Like, I remember, it's almost like they don't want your body to be sexualized, but they sexualize you from such a young age. Because mm-hmm. you're taught that, like, if you're wearing anything that's inappropriate or immodest is the term they would use, that mm-hmm. you're causing another man to sin. So yeah. you're taught from, like, pre-puberty. It's your fault. It's your fault, and that I'm responsible for another man's actions based off of how I dress. So, like, in our family, and our church, the dress code was you couldn't wear anything more than three fingers below the collarbone. And you had to wear something that was at least three inches below the bottom of your knee. Skirts, not pants or shorts. So that way, if you sat, it still covered your knee. Because, you know, if someone sees your kneecap or your shoulders, they might sin. <laughs> um, and you had to, like cover your shoulders completely um I'm doing big eye rolls right now (laughs) you can't see them um I have lots of pictures where I just look like you know when people think of homeschoolers like the crazy homeschoolers Mm -hmm. that was literally it (laughs) um and so which there's nothing wrong with dressing like that if that's how you want to dress but if you're being told that you have to dress like that because you're going to cause someone to sin a thousand percent for a thousand percent and if you want to dress conservatively, I am here for it. I will support you. But if you're being forced into it and being told mm-hmm. that, like, my body is going to cause someone else to sin, mm-hmm. that's a problem, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but at that time, did you even think that that was a problem or you just believed no. it because that was, like, that's I just what you believed it because that's 100%. what I thought. Okay. Like, I didn't, like, and I was like, well, other people are wearing this. Well, we're not other people. Like, we yeah. weren't even allowed to go to the movie theater. Yeah. Even if it was to see Toy Story. Because yeah. if someone saw us at the theater, they wouldn't know which movie we were going to see, and that would affect our test. So I grew up in a home that, like, no TV. We had TV, but, like, you could watch the History Channel. 
or like the cooking network. <laughs> yeah. Like you had very certain channels you could watch. Yeah. And you couldn't just turn the TV on and watch. Like you had to have like permission. Like yeah. it didn't matter if you were a teenager or a little kid. Um, I also grew up in like a church that was very anti anything LGBTQ. Yeah. <laughs> it was a sin. It wasn't allowed. Um, anytime like like very pro life, very like Christian nationalist kind of separation of church and state, but that the state should stay out of the church, not the other way around. Yeah. And like, you know, they were pro life, but then if there was an unwed mom or a pregnant teenager that showed up, like I distinctly remember one time. A pregnant teenager showed up to church and she was like shunned by everyone and she wasn't wearing like clothes that they felt were appropriate. So like they gave her clothes to wear that were appropriate. And so like, I thought that was just wrong the whole time. I was like, I think that's probably when I became a teenager. I probably started like questioning Mm -hmm. and like seeing things and be like, I don't know how this is right. Mm -hmm. But also we weren't allowed to go to public school. So you were either homeschooled or you went to the church's Christian school, which wasn't accredited wasn't anything I think I only went to one Christian school in my entire life that I actually loved and I would still send my kids there to this day because they were incredible if I had kids so if it wasn't accredited how does it count towards you getting a diploma I mean sexual abuse and inappropriate things that you look back and you see that were hidden yeah you're just like what the fuck yeah (laughs) like good lord yeah um and so then I was just homeschooled for the rest of the time. But you don't have secular friends because they'll influence you poorly, which is why you can't go What's to secular? public school. Um, world, like, secular is like a term that like fundamentalist type churches use to describe like the outside world. Like they're wow. worldly. Okay. okay. Like anybody that's not in your church. Anybody that is not independent, fundamental, let me shove the Bible down your throat, King James Version, skirts only, women in the home. Got would it. say anyone outside of that is secular. Like, they would say I'm secular now. Yeah. And I would say I'm still a Christian at this point. Yeah. So, you can't have outside friends because if you do, they're going to influence you poorly, which mm-hmm. is why you don't go to public school. Yeah. Um, okay, so I feel like that's a good segue into you saying you're still a Christian. Yeah. So, what is your version of Christianity now? I think I'm still figuring it out okay. because... For 18 years until I got kicked out, I was indoctrinated with all these things. Mm-hmm. But then I went, a couple years later after I got kicked out, I went to a Christian college that was nothing like the Christianity I had ever experienced. Mm-hmm. Like, it was love other people. Like, we don't treat people this way. It wasn't legalistic. They didn't believe that women's only place was to, like, be barefoot and pregnant mm-hmm. in the house. Um, and so that kind of made me start like questioning a lot of even what was taught in the church. Mm -hmm. So probably 10 years ago now, I started really questioning everything. Um, and then like through the years, the more I've become aware of other things around me and other lifestyles. Cause like Mm -hmm. we grew up in diverse communities because my family was military she was doing uh air quotes and air quotes (laughs) so like we were around military families and like other people from all like races and backgrounds and Mm -hmm. ethnicities and like I will say my family is like my family always said to love everybody like it was never a this is this person this is this person it was a these are people and like 
my parents probably would have smacked me if I came home and identified someone by, like, their race or how they choose to identify. Yeah. So, like, my family was, like, oddball in that capacity that, like, they really did just meet people where they were. Mm -hmm. Even if they didn't agree with the lifestyle. They didn't treat people poorly because because they lived differently than... Well, that's good. ...what the church thought. So, I don't know. I think probably... And then I think I really started questioning in the last, like, three or four years. Probably the last year and a half. Since you met me. (laughs) Since I met you. (laughs) I feel like, well, I feel like I've always been questioning, but I feel like being your friend and, like, you hold the space that you do for people gives other people the chance to, like, learn and develop. Because, like, how I was raised, you don't do breath work. Yoga's not a thing. Meditation's not a thing. That's all, like, Eastern med, like... Eastern religion, Buddhism. Yeah. yeah. And that's not Christianity. Yeah. Even though they believe that God created you. Yeah. And obviously gave you the capacity to breathe and do everything else. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think just, I don't know, in the really, like, the last year and a half, I've also stepped back from a lot of things in my life now that I'm overseas. And there's some space between the past and where I'm at now. So I think it's kind of been the perfect cat. Like, almost like my eat, pray, love. My own version of, like, eat, pray, love. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah. Without the romance. (laughs) Helps you in your spirituality, your awareness, your your faith. Has it changed anything? I think... I don't know that it's changed anything directly. I think learning about how much, like, trauma is stored in the body... And a lot of the experiences I went through as, like, a child mm-hmm. and a teenager for a variety of reasons, mm-hmm. I think, and how I was raised, I think inadvertently created trauma mm-hmm. within the body. And I didn't realize how much I was holding on to. Mm-hmm. So I think letting a lot of that go and, like, seeing the results from it has given me more of a capacity to, like, look at things differently. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it totally makes sense. <laughs> it totally makes sense. Um, I mean, that's kind of what happened to me when I first started doing breath work or even meditation. And that, I mean, my whole journey started right after Phoenix was born. So almost six years ago. But I mean, I grew up Catholic and I thought I grew up like hardcore Catholic, but I, I, I did not. Um, but I still was raised to believe, you know, man and woman only and Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) but what you said earlier that like your, your religion, uh, the fun, not your religion, but the fundamental independent, that they believe that women were only made to have babies. Well, my friend, um, she grew up very Catholic, way more Catholic than me. And her dad wouldn't let her play any sports because he didn't want her to get hurt. Not because he cared for her. I mean, I I think he did. But it was because he told her, I don't want you to get hurt because what if you can't have babies after? Yeah, it's like a big thing. Like, I'm sure everyone I grew up with is, like, pissed that I'm still single and I have no children. Yeah. But I think everyone I went to youth group with... After my dad retired from the military, I think we've all left the church. Oh, okay. Like, I think we've all left. I think we were all like, yeah, nah, dog, this ain't it. Like, have a good time. So do you think, I was trying to have a conversation with, not trying to, I did have a conversation with someone who is Christian. Um, 
and I wanted to make this super clear that like, I don't think because people believe in God and the Bible that they're terrible people. I don't believe in God and the Bible. I think that they're just stories that people wrote and they're metaphors, but I think people take them like very literally. Um, but I was talking to a friend and she said that in the Bible, it says a man and woman or a man and a man cannot lay together and a woman and a woman cannot lay together. And I was like, does it actually say that like word for word in the Bible? And she was like, yeah, it does. And I was like, like, I, I don't know. Cause I haven't read, I've read bits and pieces of the Bible, but like I was talking to Levi about it because he grew up very Christian and went to Christian school on Wednesdays and it was shoved down his throat. And then when his sister died, he was like, fuck the church. I'm out. <laughs> peace. Um, so he knows like all the stories, okay. all the, all, all the things. And I was asking him, he's like, no, it doesn't say that because they don't mention women in the Bible at all. Like very minimally, if it's mentioning a woman, it's about like their role in a man's life or something like that. Yeah. Or how like they fucked up. Yeah. Or how we're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's very few cases where it's like, oh yeah, look, strong woman being a badass. Yeah. But the majority of it is. Yeah. But then I was having another conversation with someone who grew up Christian and she's questioning her faith too. And she was saying that like the Bible, so many different versions of the Bible have been translated so many different times that how do we not know that it didn't say this human and human. And then it was translated from someone who had an agenda because we all have an agenda. Even I have an agenda. Yeah. You have an agenda. We all, with either our subcon- like subconsciously, I mean, I'm not trying to do it, but I have my own views and opinions. So we all have an agenda where we do it purposely or not. How do we not know that someone with a, an agenda making people hate queer people made it to say this has to be a man and a woman and if it's not, it's wrong. Right. And I think that's even a, that's a good point because how I was raised, you only use the King James Version. If you didn't use the King James Version, even if you were a Christian, you were wrong. Yeah. Because the King James Version was the only correct version. Yeah. But, like, who said that? Who, ex- who so, like, said the, that? The, college, the Christian college I went to, probably a couple years after I got kicked out, everyone used different versions of the Bible. And I was like, what? Like, yeah. you guys are allowed to use more than just King James? And yeah. they were like, literally, yes. And I was like, I have questions. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think even, like, within the... Because I know exactly what you're talking about, because that was the big thing. It was like... It was, yeah, I know exactly which verse. I think it's in the New Testament, that, or maybe it's the Old Testament that you're talking about. Um, I know exactly, because that was a big one. The Bible says blah, blah, blah. What well, yeah, so because she, yeah, she was saying that, and yeah. I was like, who the fuck wrote that? Like, there's no way that that is an actual thing. And she's like, well, it's not my job to judge. God is going to judge them. And it's like, why would you want to believe in a God yeah. that would judge you for loving somebody anyways? But... My my thing is, is I think that every religion, every belief, every thought process, every government, every story, you should be able to question it. Did you find yeah, it? I did. <laughs> okay. What does it say? <laughs> it uh, looks like it's Leviticus 18, verse 22. You shall not lie with male as, you shall not lie with a male as with a woman. It is an abomination. But that's also the Old Testament. And if you believe what, like, I was taught growing up, so I don't know how people don't question it, is that we don't live under Old Testament law anymore. 
So I don't know. But that's the verse. That's what they're talking about, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's like, so that's, that's what I, I, and I didn't want to get into a heated conversation because I don't want, I don't want to change anyone's mind. I just want people to be able to feel comfortable. Excuse me, I'm burping and hiccuping because I ate too much food and that's my cue that I'm full. So, um, bringing it all back to having a sleeved stomach. <laughs> um, anyways, I was like, you should be able to question things. A thousand percent. And if you can't question, what are you so afraid of someone finding? Like, yes. you don't want them to question. Yeah. Like, every time you ask, like, like, okay, so when the when the new Netflix documentary came out, the Keep, Sweet, Pray, and Obey, yes. about the fundamental, like, Latter-day Saints. Yes. You know how many people texted me and asked me if that was part of my religion? I, I thought, thought I was. Yeah, I thought it too. was, too. And I was like, what? No. <laughs> like, negative goes yeah. here. Um, but in like, oh, when I was talking about, if you have questions, put it on the shelf. Don't ask it. Why am I putting on the shelf and not asking it? Yeah. What are you afraid of that I'm going to find? Yeah. Like, what are you (laughs) hiding from me? What are you hiding? Why don't I owe the, why am I not owed the respect to know the truth? Right. Cause like as a kid, you didn't read, I'm going to secular again. You didn't read secular books. You read books by Christian authors. Yes. You didn't listen to outside music. That's why I got kicked out of my house. One of the reasons if my parents found a high school musical CD. Shut the front door. I was door. 18. No, I was 18. I'd graduated high school. Oh, my God. I wanted a Facebook. You just needed Zac Efron in your life. And Apparently. They, you. <laughs> they found a high school musical CD, Kelly Clarkson's first CD, and I wanted to talk to boys on the phone after 9 o'clock at night, and I had already graduated high school. And my mom was literally like, if you ask her, I moved out willingly. She literally took me to the phone store because I still didn't have a cell phone because why did I need it? I fell under the authority of my parents still. And so she was like, well, if you don't want to obey the rules, you can get, you can get out. And she was like, I'll take you to get a cell phone. And so like, I wasn't given a choice. So yeah, it was, well, thanks mom for the cell phone. Thanks. (laughs) I mean, I pay for it. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) But she, she offered me a ride to the store. Oh, that was nice of her. I know. So yeah. So like, what are you afraid of me questioning or reading other things or Mm -hmm. meeting new people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that you're going to like? Yeah. The more self-aware that I become is because I question myself. I literally question everything. And I'm not questioning questioning things out of spite or out of skepticism. I'm just questioning so that I can get to the truth of things. And I question myself a lot. And not... Sometimes it's doubt, which I'm obviously probably going to work on for the rest of my life. And I think that's just part of unlearning and all of the things that we're doing throughout life. But I think it's beautiful when you're able to question something and still come back to it. Like I, I think it's beautiful that people who question their faith of whatever faith it is. And then they find out like, actually, no, I do believe in God. It's just my own version of God. I still love going to church. I still love listening to the stories of of whatever, whoever, I don't know, Bible stories, but I think it's beautiful if people do that, but, but don't just blindly accept it because then I feel like you, like, you don't know what you're talking about. A thousand percent. And what do you have to back that on? Yeah. Like, I was even taught that evolution is wrong. Oh, oh yes. Yes. Okay. Like, okay. Wait, hold on. <laughs> That's what I was coming. Yes. Okay. The conversation that I was having with the, the, the girl who, um, 
said the it says in the bible you can't live with a man man and woman and woman it's wrong um and i was like and i said you know how do we not know that it wasn't like human and human and she's like well it literally says this in the bible and i was like does it really and she's like yeah it says it and then um i was like but i don't remember exactly and she's like well because it started everyone started with adam and eve and i was like mm. <laughs> And I, could, I couldn't even hold my face, and I was just like, well, I don't believe in that. And she goes, well, that's okay. And I said, but this is why it's good to have a conversation with people like her and people like me, because she wasn't like, well, you're a fucking idiot for not believing in Adam and Eve. And I didn't say, you're a fucking idiot. I don't think she's a fucking idiot. But it made me want to ask her, which I didn't. I wanted to ask her, like, do you really believe that, like... Do you think it's okay that just because a book tells you that it's wrong? Like, do you, do you actually feel that way? Remember I, I questioned my mom because she's super Catholic. Not, not that there's like degrees of Catholic and whatever, but, um, okay. So my mom, my grandma is like walk on your knees to, to church and like pray and super Hispanic Catholic. Like she's, she should be in the Bible. She's a saint. Um, my mom grew up Catholic and I got my first communion and was doing uh, catechism to get my confirmation. And then my grandma died and I was like, well, fuck this. Like, how is God real? You know, if this happened, so I was pissed. And then I, she, my mom never, we only went to church when my grandma was in town or if we went to go visit her, that was the or Christmas or Easter. We didn't go to church other than that. And so then my mom, after a little bit, after like I was out of the house and all this stuff, she started teaching catechism out of nowhere. So, like she teaches CCD. Actually, I don't know if she does it still to this day, but she did it for like four years. She goes to church still to this day every Sunday and it brings her joy, which is great. But I was just simply asking her like, do you really believe? Because Catholics believe, I don't know if this is a Christian thing too. Catholics believe that you're born with sin, and so you have to be baptized to rid the sin. And I was like, do you really believe that a pure, innocent baby that is just born is born with sin? And she was like, well, well, not really. And I was like, well, isn't that what the Bible tells you? Also, my mom was a lesbian for 10 years, (laughs) which... I'm pretty sure that's not okay in the Bible and Catholic church either. And she's been divorced and that's definitely not okay in the Catholic church. But because you pray to Mary and Jesus, it's okay. Yeah. Like your sins are absolved. I don't like, I don't, I'm trying so hard to like not sound mean about it. I'm just questioning it. Like it doesn't make I don't sense think you to sound me. Mean. If you don't grow up in it, it doesn't make sense. So, like, they believe that, like, you have a sin nature from the time that you're born. So, like, my grandparents can tell you, my family can tell you that they remember watching my mom discipline me. Air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> from the time I was, like, seven, six, seven months old. Like, you used to get, like, spanked on the butt at, like, a teeny tiny age because you want to break their will. Because they are, they are sinners. And, but they don't bab the church. How I grew up, they don't believe that you get baptized as a baby. That doesn't do anything. You have to accept Christ as your savior 
But usually for most kids, I'd say, that grow up that way, it's like four or five, six and seven. Mm-hmm. When you're teeny tiny and you can't even, like, make decisions on your own. Yeah. You just, and then once you get saved, you get baptized. Yeah. But you're, you're, you're born with a sin nature. Like, from the time you come out of the womb, you have a sin nature. Yeah. You're a terrible person. You're... And I mean, like, what you went through and what you grew up in, that's a, a severe case of, like, religion. Oh, right? yeah. Like, like I'm not saying, I'm, I know that that's a thing, and I know that FLDS is a thing, and all of the crazy religion stuff, but I feel like most organized religions like that, even, like, hardcore Catholicism and all of that, they prey on people who are lost. Mm-hmm. We used to have bus routes. We used to go into, like, some of the deconstruction groups I'm in on Mm -hmm. Facebook and stuff talk about it. But they used to have, like, bus routes where, like, you used to go into, like, the poor part of the cities and, like, take kids to church. Like, they get on the bus, you'd take them to church, and you'd bring them back. Yeah. Like, it's, like, but they view, I don't... I don't know that they see it as preying on them. I think they see it as an opportunity to, like, convert them. 100%. 100%. But, like, but that's, they, you're preying on someone who. A thousand percent. Yeah. A thousand percent. And but, I don't think you're being in kind of religion, that, organized religion. They think that they're sharing the word of God. Yeah. We used to go, it was called, and air quotes again, because I do it a lot, soul winning. <laughs> and like once a week on Wednesdays before Wednesday night Bible study, you would go out and you would like knock on people's doors and you would like give them like attract which is like the story of salvation and how to get saved yeah and like try to like i mean think of like when like the jehovah's witnesses come to your door totally that was kind of it but it's just like i feel like if you actually have an open mind and look back at the start of every single religion and like the core truth of what they're trying to say is just love but it gets misconstrued completely. Totally. And it's getting misconstrued yeah. by people with power that say, okay, well, this is the book and I'm going to write it. But, like, Greek mythology starts in the same yeah. way that Catholicism and Christianity. And it's all starting from humans and to love one another. That's the core thing for each one. But people are like, no, we're different. No, we're different. No, we're different. Don't believe this one. Don't believe this one. A thousand percent. And I think every religion, Catholicism, Christianity, Islam. Hinduism. Uh, it's Hinduism, all of it. There's extremists on all ends of One thousand percent. <laughs> and everyone dislikes everyone else. <laughs> and you have to have, you can't have a differing opinion. Yeah. Instead of just meeting in the middle or having space for people who believe differently. or It's, it's a thing. Which is the same thing as politics. And yeah. choices and all of that. So do you do you wanna talk about what we were talking about before? Yeah. So I think I think when you grow up and I mean I can only speak for myself and people that I know they grow up similar, right? Because mm-hmm. you grow up like like I said, the church I grew up in was very involved in politics. Yeah. But it was electing people that had their same view sets, which were very conservative people. I think you can believe whatever you want to believe when it comes to politics. You just need to be respectful of what other people believe. And so, like, how I was raised, right? Like, LGBTQ is a sin. It's wrong. Gay marriage, denied. Shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. 
let me be very clear. I am, like, a big ally. I support it 100%. Like, yeah. We're have... actually in a closet right now. <laughs> I am... <laughs> She's going to come out of the closet in about 20 minutes. Sure. <laughs> um, so, like, I've, I'm just explaining how I was raised, not what I believe today. Totally. Um, totally. I just want to make a very clear distinction, because I do have a lot of friends in that community, and if someone tried to hurt them... I would go to jail for someone because I love my people so much. And, um, so like, but when you're raised in that, right, like abortion is wrong. You have to be pro-life, but, um, LGBTQ is wrong. Like anything that is outside of the Bible and the King James version is wrong. And so they're very involved in politics, right? But like, so you're taught that the church needs, the state needs to stay out of church, not the other way around. Mm -hmm. You're taught that. The church, like, God is the ultimate authority, but not in the sense that, like, he doesn't, that you don't have to listen to law enforcement. Like, it's not down that path. Yeah. Because you do, like, God, they believe that God puts leaders in place. Yeah. And you need to, like, obey their authority and respect the position even if you don't respect the individual. Um, so, yeah, gay marriage, pro-choice, pro the pro-life debate. They get involved in politics from, like, a very young age. I remember I got in trouble. I didn't get in trouble. I got talked to at church camp because I was, like, 11 Maybe. And I told someone that they were going to hell because their parents voted for John Kerry. If that's not indoctrination of a child in your political beliefs, I don't know what is. <sighs> like, I would never say that now. But, like, 11-year-old yeah. me who didn't know any better. Of course. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I don't even know where I fall out in the political spectrum anymore. Yeah. So, like, there. And I think that's one thing. Like, you get kept in this bubble, right? And even with, like, racial justice issues and social justice. Like, mm-hmm. how do you come to terms with what's actually happening versus, like, what you see. And, like, realizing that, like, I am very fortunate. As coldish as my, like, upbringing was, my parents were very, like, everybody is equal. Yeah. Like, it, so I didn't see, like, racism until I was well out of the house because I wasn't exposed to it, right? So, like, all those kinds of things. Like, even if you say, like, redlining is a thing or... You know, the Civil War started because of slavery and not states' rights. Like, those are all things that are taught in my faith that isn't a thing. And so it's a Christian nation. They fled England to the United States to practice their own religion. Yeah. Which, I mean, if you want to practice a religion, sure, do you. Like, but I think that if you grow up... So, the way I was raised is very, very conservative. Mm -hmm. Like, red state, GOP... If you even think about, like, anything Democrat or on the other side of the aisle. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. So. But before before we started doing this, we were talking about uh, the same thing. Because now you're thinking that you might, you're more along the lines of pro-choice. Yeah. I think if you're... It's a hard one, right? Because not only, like, are you questioning your beliefs... We don't have to get into, like... The debate of abortion. Oh, but yeah. Just, okay. Like, but, like, how do you unpack what you've been indoctrinated to know is truth mm-hmm. with what's actually truth and right? And so I think that that's something people forget about. Like, they just want you to be, like, I feel like both sides of the aisle, if you don't agree with them, oh, you're the worst person ever. You must be a horrible person. Oh, you're pro-choice, pro-life. You must hate people who have abortions. Mm-hmm. That's not true. But, like, when you're questioning your faith or your politics even, 
you don't even have to question your faith. Say you're changing your political stance because you become more self-aware mm-hmm. and you agree with some parts and not others. Yeah. The part of the debate that's left out is if you've been indoctrinated, for me it was 18 years yeah. because I left the church at 18. If you, How do you unpack what you've been indoctrinated to know as truth mm-hmm. versus what is actually true? Mm-hmm. So like if you're raised like I was... Pro-life, life begins from the time, like, the sperm meets the egg at conception. Like, that's when life begins. Mm-hmm. Then how do you, and, like, abortion is wrong and you're committing a murder and that's not okay. Then when you come out on the other side, well, if you're pro-life, shouldn't you care about the life of the mother and the life of the child after it's born? Like, if we're, like, the whole, there's so many systems in America that are broken, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. like, if you're pro-life, shouldn't you care about that baby for its entire life? Yeah. Not just... When it's in the womb. So how do you justify what you think is true versus how you were indoctrinated Mm -hmm. or what you believe? Mm -hmm. And how do you question that? And I think... Do you think it's what's true rather than what just feels right to you? Because who's to say... Who's to say that the... I am obviously very pro-choice. But who's to say that the pro-lifers are not true? It's just not true for you. Right. I think, uh, yeah. And I think that's the biggest part that I want people to like think of is like, there is so much that's not black and white. It's really But it's what's figuring out what's true for you. And it could be totally different than what's true for Fred, Ted, and Bob. Yeah. Yes. A thousand percent. And I think it's very like, I think knowing that it's okay to have these conversations and to be like, I don't know where I stand. Yeah. I see it from all the different sides. Yeah. And so I think for some people, especially if you're questioning your faith or your politics, that's like, that takes courage regardless. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I think it is what is true for you. And like, it is true for like, my truth is different than your truth. Mm -hmm. But like, you've been very open that you're pro-choice. I support you 100%. Totally. I love you. Like, I would never judge you. Yeah. And, like, I don't know that I think that it's necessary. I don't think that it's wrong. I think it's trying to unpack. But the thing is, is that it would be okay for you yeah. to think it's wrong. Oh, yeah. But just right. as long as you don't take away my choice to right. whatever. But I know? think that can be, like, I think when it comes to, like... Pro-choice, like, I'm very, probably more pro-choice. Obviously, I'm very pro-gay marriage. Mm -hmm. Like, I think the hardest thing for me with, like, personally, not anyone else in any other capacity, is knowing that, like, pro-choice is okay versus how I was indoctrinated. And being like, that's not okay. Yeah. And so I think, like, but also with that, like, don't take away my choice. That goes for anything. Like, if I want, like, full body autonomy, like... If I want the right, if I think that it's okay to have an abortion, Mm -hmm. then I should be able to say no to any vaccine or any COVID vaccine. My apologies. Sorry, Siri started talking. I'm so sorry, Siri. My apologies. Yikes. I think we offended Siri. Um, (laughs) We offended Siri. (laughs) I think so. (laughs) Um, No, but I think that that's one thing that you saw, like, in the last year, two years, three years of the pandemic now is if you didn't want the vaccine for yes. whatever reason, yes. Republican or Democrat or yes. left or right, then, oh, you must hate your 90-year-old grandma. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, you must want your cousin with an autoimmune disorder to die. Or you're racist. Or you or you're love racist, Trump. Or, or you yeah. love Trump. And, like, that's another thing. Like, we have a two-party system. If, if you vote for Trump, oh, my God, you must hate any people that aren't white. You yeah. must hate all this. Oh, but if you vote 
for Biden, well then you might you must not want X, Y, and Z. Yes. And so I don't think anyone holds space because sometimes you almost have to look at it as a lesser of two evils for whatever which is I right think, for you. Which I think every a majority of people do. And I was saying this to Kai before we started uh, recording was that I think it's important to have all of these conversations, and I think people do have them in the privacy of their homes or whatever but I think it's important to do it on platforms like this where multiple people can listen because a majority of us are in the middle right and there are some crazy bees on each side yeah and so it's like a how do you like and I think depending like that's one thing I think you're really great about like I said well before we started recording this right is that you do hold space for people who have differences and you're like a safe person to process change and whatever with because I can talk to you about anything, and I know that no matter what it is, and we've talked about a whole lot, that I'm not going to be judged. That it's all part of your journey, right? So I don't think enough people hold space because, like, if you voted... I think Trump is, like, that's the perfect issue to talk about, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you voted for Trump, everyone assumes, oh, you must want them to overthrow the government. Oh, you think everyone should be able to have guns. Oh, you think that anyone who's not white is a horrible person and doesn't deserve to live. Yeah. Like, all these crazy things. And I think we, as a society, regardless of what side of the opinion you're on, I don't think anyone feels safe to vocalize their opinion without being like, Yeah. You're a horrible person. I'm done with you if you disagree with me. Goodbye. And, like, we should be able to have conversations Mm -hmm. about what you believe and what you don't believe. I think that the people that feel the most comfortable, uh, I'm going to say this f- for me, I think I feel comfortable in saying my beliefs is because I've questioned them enough yeah. that I have my own legs to stand on. Yeah. Whereas sometimes in the past, I would say, like, like for a long time, I thought I was Democrat. For a long time. And I, I do, I'm socially liberal. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I'm I'm liberal for the most part. But there's a lot of democratic things that I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> but, and I would just like blindly say I'm a Democrat. And then finally I was like, am I actually? And then you have to take a test and then you like figure it out and you like do research and you don't just listen to your parents. And you don't just listen to your Fox history News teacher. Fox News or CNN. And you don't just like listen to these, this asshole from high school that is like, telling you what you should believe like do your own research and like I think there's so many people that are just like well I trust this person like for a long time I would I would rely on Levi to tell me the the politic things right because he's the smartest person I know and I trust him and why would he steer me wrong he's not intentionally steering me wrong he he has his own agenda and it's not for him to steer me any which way. He's just has his own opinions. So me taking on what he says blindly is me just being another version of him. And then when somebody asks me why I believe that, I have no leg to stand on because I don't know what Levi just told me. It went in through one ear and out the other. Like most of the things he says. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I love you. I know you're listening. Um so you have to start to like question everything and find out what you truly believe because then when someone actually does ask you, well, why do you believe in God? Do you actually believe this story in the Bible is true rather than just saying, well, I read it and my pastor told me that it's true. Like, okay, well, my grandma told me that I could get pregnant just from sitting on someone's lap and that's definitely not true. Right? Like, like, 
you believe that Santa Claus existed for a really long time and then you found out that it didn't, like, he didn't. Like, things change, find out the truth, and you're not, I don't want to say that you're ignorant for believing these things, but you are ignorant if you... Don't do your own research. If you make the decision to just choose blindly. If you're having that inkling in your head where you're just like, I wonder why that is your true self, whether you want to believe it's God or universe or whatever, that is God, universe, spirit, yourself telling you that you should question it. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like it's society. It's so like... (laughs) It's bizarre that you and I are even having this conversation. Yeah. And, like, you knew how nervous I was to do this anyways. Because yeah. I was like, I don't want anyone to peg me any kind of way. Like, I yeah. don't even know which, where I fall in it. And yeah. so I think if you don't do your own research, you if you're voting for someone who's been in politics for a long time, look at their voting record. That's going to tell you more of what they actually believe than what they're telling you that they believe. Yeah. Like, those, those are public records. There's a lot of research you can do. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, we need to stop viewing people as black and white because I would say I'm probably, I'm, I'm socially liberal and fiscally conservative. Like, that's where I probably fall. So, like, I like things from both sides. Mm-hmm. But we're a two-party system. Mm-hmm. Y- y- there is the independent party, but... Which is what it's I not vote for. Strong. Me but too. But obviously, I'm... Same. You're throwing away your vote. Ugh. And you're like, well, kind of, you're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, you're but not wrong. You're, but I refuse to, because I'm listening to what's right for me. Yes. That I refuse, if someone asks me, if my kids ask me, what did you vote for in 2020 or whatever, I refuse to say, well, I voted for the lesser of two <laughs> evils. Like, no, I voted yeah. for this person, regardless if it's going to make a difference. Yeah. I did what was best for me. And if everybody did what was best for themselves... We would not have issues. It's true. I voted independent this last time. And then a number of people were like, you're not throwing away your vote. And I yeah. was like, what were my options? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. What? 100%. What do you want me to do about yeah. it? Like, And so, I don't know. I just think that you should be able to hold space for your people that don't, that do have a different opinion or do have a different background. And you don't know what people are questioning. I mean, we're super close. There's not a lot of whole pe- people well, now there are, but that know that I was questioning my stuff. Yeah. Because that's a hard thing to admit. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't think we as a society hold enough space for people with differing opinions. We just want to label them. Actually, as a really good thing to say crazy. is that like that you questioning your faith doesn't make you wishy washy. It doesn't make you uh, weak. It doesn't make you a traitor. It doesn't make you anything. It makes you more self-aware you're learning more about you yes a thousand percent how many times do you think we've said a thousand percent i don't know but it's kind of like my catchphrase like me it too be, it used to be like scene change okay but we've been very in sync for like yeah. the last several months we've we been very like and i think that's one thing right like growing up in a faith where like circling back to faith where like women don't have a voice and they don't matter and like Mm -hmm. the modesty standards of which i mean you remember i just stopped wearing a tank top under my clothes like last summer yeah to make sure that i wasn't showing too much cleavage yeah so i think like all of that still affects me so heavy today right so like since being your friend right like human design and like 
I love the Enneagram too. And it's not like necessarily like astrology or anything like that. But like all those things, I think that even gives you more Mm self-awareness. And I don't think there's anything wrong with being self-aware regardless of what you believe. Mm -hmm. Like you learn more about your attachment styles and like Mm -hmm. inner child and shadow work and breath work and all these things that like help you become more aware. Yeah. And like looking back. So, but, but you would your, would your, I mean, you said, you said that your parents believe that this kind of stuff, spirituality basically is black and white, totally against religion. Yeah. Right. So I, I have a lot of, I think when I first started to go down this path, my, my friends were like, um, not all of my friends, but some people were like, like, are you like worshiping the devil because I had tarot cards? Oh my gosh, a thousand percent. Like, and I, that's, that's, that's one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to do this episode, like spirituality versus religion. For me, spirituality is a connection to yourself, Mm -hmm. but more, it's a connection to yourself, but a connection to like your connection to yourself, to earth, to the universe, to the ground to your body to like, it's just connection. But I still believe that you can have religion and like religion. It's not religion versus spirituality. It can be religion and spirituality. I know a lot of people that are, um, Christian and still do breath work and still believe in God and still use, tarot cards and like it doesn't have to be either or it spirituality is not a religion right and i think it goes back to whatever's true for you one thousand (laughs) percent hell yeah no but i think it goes back to like whatever's true for you right so i would say like i'm still a christian um trying to break out of the closet (laughs) (laughs) you go for it girlfriend Um, no but i think it goes back to like what is true for you? Yes. What's true for me is that I think my faith still brings some kind of comfort. Do I know what I believe necessarily everything about that faith or how much of it I believe or what I know to actually be true? Mm-hmm. But also, like, you know, I've been doing a lot of self-work mm-hmm. for, like, the last year, what, year and a half mm-hmm. since I met you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. like, you even said multiple times that I'm a completely different person than I was. Not completely First different. First of all, I do not want to attribute any of your work towards me. No, 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 I just mean me. you hold the space No, I know, but I don't like... want people listening being like, yeah. Cecily's so full of herself. Like, I... I've... No, I'll hype Cecily up all day. <laughs> she is my hype man. <laughs> but, um, you've... I think I've maybe open your horizons to like what could be possible and you hold the space for like discussions i think that goes back to like because i do like breath work i do i mean how many times have i texted you and i'm like i'm spiraling i need breath work yeah (laughs) someone sent help yeah um and so like about six (laughs) that's a whole nother topic we'll do another podcast yeah okay Um, no, but I think that goes back to like, what's true for you. Right. So like, what's true for me is like, sometimes I still like listening to hymns. I haven't been to church in a really long time. Sometimes I still like listening to those things or reading those kinds of books because it does bring comfort or whatever it is. But also like, I believe that like trauma affects you, that you need breath work, that like, there's nothing wrong. Like if God created the moon and the sun and the stars and the universe, what's wrong with human design or astrology or the whole like I don't know much about it so if I get it wrong like chakras and yeah that part of it too yeah 
And so I think it goes back to what's true for you. And what does your... Yeah. I was listening to to music, uh, like, three... Back when we lived in um, Nevada, and I was listening to this song. And I, like, saved it, and I made Levi listen to it. And I was like, this is my new favorite song. And he was, like, laughing. And I was like, why are you laughing? He's like, this is a Christian song. And I was like, no, it's not! (laughs) Because then I was, like, super against religion. Like didn't want anything to do with it because I thought that every person that was religious was basically a crock of shit and, uh, what's a hypocrite, a hypocrite. I thought every religious person is a hypocrite. Um, and then I've done some work on myself and realized that like, that is my trauma to do with religion. And although that there's plenty of hypocrites that are religious, there's plenty of hypocrites who are not religious too so i think they're incredible people of faith like i still have some 100 really great friends that i would i could call in an instant and i know that they're amazing or they mm-hmm. would talk anything through with me right yes. so i think not in like <laughs> the independent fundamental baptist world but other like less extreme cult like mm-hmm. forms of christianity mm-hmm. or other religions mm-hmm. like you can have you should have if you're the if you feel like you're the smartest person in the room you're in the wrong room because you should always have people in your circle and in your corner that can like push your horizons or provide mm-hmm. you another outlet to get to know things or learn more mm-hmm. like you should have friends of different faiths so you understand not only where are they coming from but it also gives you an empathy like a greater empathy i think to what people may be going through yeah because and explore like get out of your town yeah listen to podcasts find books like I've been trying to, like, every month learn something new or listen to something different yeah. or whatever just yeah. to have a... I think, you've, I think you've ever stopped learning. What's the point? What's the point if you're, you're not going to grow? Yeah. No. And you should have people that can push you to, like, expand your horizons. And ask you why. Yeah. Because if you don't know why, you're just as bad as, like, if you were a Democrat or Republican or a Christian or an atheist and you don't know why you believe what you believe, can you really say that you believe it? Or have you just been told it your whole life? Yeah. I mean, it's okay to question. It's okay to ask why. It's okay to not understand something. It's okay to go to, like, I go to Levi and be like, I don't understand how your job works. Brand new to the, like, working for the Navy. Can you explain it to me? Because then I'm going to know more than if I'm just, like. Mm -hmm. And if your first instinct is to make fun of somebody or be like, oh, my God, what a loser. I can't believe you don't know this. You're an asshole. And you need to do some work on yourself. Yeah. It doesn't matter if where you fall on the spectrum of anything we've talked about. If your first instinct when you hear something that someone says is that they're stupid or they're wrong or they don't know as much as you, why are you asking that question? Where are you holding space for people to be able to develop? I mean, because, I mean, if I had this conversation with anyone that was raised, what's really funny because, like, you said anything, tarot cards or whatever. One of the girls in school, she, like, calls herself a witch. I don't think she actually is. I love her to death. She, <laughs> she's incredible. We grew up very similar. My parents, like, got her sent to, like, a troubled, a home for troubled girls. Mm-hmm. But she's very, like, we all have these conversations, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're not used to that and you're just used to, like. I mean, you could say that singing happy birthday and making a wish is being a witch. You know a what I mean? Percent. So oh, that's, a whole, like, fucking, 11, 11. that's a whole other fucking. That's a whole other 
episode. Well, well thank you so much. We've been talking for almost an hour, so yeah. that's great. And you have to go to work in a little bit. Um, but thank you so Thanks much. For me. Hopefully it gives people other perspectives yeah. to learn about. Because we could have a different conversation, the same conversation two years from now, and I might have completely different answers for you. 100%. Just like you might too. Yeah. And so I think that this is important, and I hope it helps people see things differently regardless of where you fall. And I hope it empowers you to question everything. Yeah. And for the record. Not question anyway. your worth. Just don't question no. your work worth. That's the only thing that you yeah. should not question. I love everyone, and I think you should be able to do whatever you want with your life. Because I don't want anyone to think that I fall any kind of weird way, and I probably do fall more pro-choice now because... But also, if you're going to say, like I said, I want to be able to make decisions for me, regardless of whether that's but also what I wear leaving the house or... What anyone thinks. A thousand percent. Somebody could think you're an asshole and it really doesn't matter. I mean, there are probably people who would be like you are. <laughs> I'm sure people think I'm an asshole and it really doesn't so matter. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much. And I hope you all have a wonderful day and please go question everything. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want any more information from my opinions or just what I've been through, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Sleeved and Spiritual. Just a reminder, I am not a doctor. This is all from my point of view. Please consult your doctors, your loved ones, people you can trust before making any rash decisions. I hope you have an amazing day and I can't wait to have you around again. Bye.